This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug My name is Benson and I love movies. This is Benson Loves Movies. (laughs) Coming to you from the governor's mansion in whatever state Benson was in. (laughs) 
Gramercy Theater is where we're at in New York City on Sunday, August 19th. Two Oceans 12! Let me see your name tags. Let me see them. I know you thought that was going to happen later, but I am anxious. Oh, the lights came up. There's people up top. This is sweet. (laughs) Christian. It's a picture of Jesus. God bless America. Oh, your name's Erica. That's a good one. That's pretty clever. Kill Bill Parker. Are you Bill Parker? You shouldn't walk around with a sign that says that. (laughs) Goldie Hawn, Ghost Protocols. He took the protocol poster and he put a uh, a, a ghost-like hood over Goldie Hawn. Because that's how Ghost Protocol works. Oh my God, there's so many good ones. Thank you guys so much for bringing those. There's a, what is that, a big rug in the shape of a dog biscuit? It's a dog bag? Dog bed? And you just brought it? Or is that, is that your name? Is your name Dog Bed? Are you Indian? My name is Dog Bed. You guys, don't laugh at that. That was, that was racist and stupid. Not necessarily in that order. Well, thank you for bringing name tags. Since last I spoke and you listened, I did a movie interruption at CineFamily in Los Angeles of Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, yeah, with guests Rob Hubel, Morgan Murphy, and Jason Manzukis. And it's definitely the best movie ever made about Abraham Lincoln killing vampires. Uh, until someone else makes one, that is. Uh, then I flew here to New York, and you know, uh, Doug loves musicals. You know that about me. Yeah, I've seen three this weekend. I saw Into the Woods in Central Park, which is a great place to see a show. Maybe not that show, but, uh, but uh, you know, it's, it, wasn't my, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me, but people around me seem to be enjoying it. And uh, I saw uh, Porgy and Bess featuring David Allen Greer who some of you may have deduced, oh, Doug knows Adam Carolla, David, David Allen Greer's on Adam Carolla all the time. Maybe Doug will reach out to him and get him to appear here tonight. And the answer is no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, because that guy wouldn't let anybody else talk, probably. I think he's hilarious. I think he's hilarious, but he should be on a show with only one other person. And man, on that, Porgy and Bess, he danced like a motherfucker. Like, he's a... He's a talented son of a bitch, so props to Dag. And uh, <laughs> I also saw a show called Dag, I mean Dogfight, uh, which is just like the movie Dogfight, but, but with singing and dancing instead of dogfighting. I mean, there's not much dogfighting in the movie Dogfight, if you know what it's about. Um, anyway, uh, that was a good show. I enjoyed that very much. And um, earlier today, we taped uh, Benson Interruption number 17 here at the Gramercy. Were some of you here for that? Yeah. So that's going to be available soon or now in the comedy album section of iTunes. You guys think it's worth listening to? Yeah. Okay. That's the one guy. No! Don't do it! From the corrections department regarding Burt Kreischer... Uh, when he was on, Charlize Theron's mother killed her father <laughs> legally. I don't know what that means, but that's what Wikipedia says, is that it was legally done. She, made, she did all the right paperwork 
to kill him. And the uh, animators of Archer, like the production of Archer, is, does in fact live in Atlanta. It's just not the people who do the voices. And um, let's look at the prize bag, you guys, for tonight. We got some, uh, got some pretty amazing stuff. We got an Albert Knobs uh, DVD, and it's, but it's written on it by the person who brought it. Please don't post online. Uh, this is traceable to me, and I value my standing in the academy. So... <laughs> Somebody wrote that. You'll find out soon enough. We have a CD from one of my guests and also a, a book that's based on a, a movie featuring one of my guests. And I guess I could show you this T-shirt because it doesn't, it doesn't really give away who is coming out here because it's a T-shirt for a movie called The Guns of New York. And it looks like it's a movie about guns in New York. <laughs> I don't know if it's for or against them. And then... I brought a Douglas Movies t-shirt that one of the guests signed because he didn't remember to bring some. And also, Smug Life and uh, Professional Humoridian CDs are also for the winning uh, tonight. I asked a lot of great people to come by tonight, and uh, five of them said yes. And so they are here uh, for your entertainment. Please welcome John Mulaney, Morgan Spurlock, Mike Berbiglia, Paul Rudd, and John Hamm. We did it. We did it. <laughs> you guys did it. You showed up here. People love your presence. And the presence that you brought. Let's go through them. Uh, Paul Rudd is here, everybody. Thank you. Hello. And Paul's he, inaugural appearance. What's that? Paul's inaugural appearance on the podcast. Yeah, first time ever. Yep. Yeah. Long time listener. Long time not listener, first time appearer. And uh, he's busy. You know, I don't, do you listen to podcasts, Paul? I love podcasts. I watch them all the time. <laughs> There's some video ones. Um, but yeah, so What channel is this one on? This one is on Channel Fun. It's right next to one on your dial. And uh, you brought the Albert Knobs uh, DVD, so thank you for contributing it's, that. It's my own personal screener from yeah. last year. So let's uh, be cool about it, everybody. <laughs> Whoever the... wins, don't make a big thing out of it. Don't run down the street. Albert Knobs screener! <laughs> Shouldn't be in my possession. I'm fairly certain it's traceable back to me, so just don't post it online. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, I'll, I, I won't, I'll be kicked out of the union. Be cool about it. So be cool. John Mulaney is here, everybody, and he... Thank you. Thank you. I'm as excited as you are. He brought a copy of his CD, New in Town. You, Very yeah. popular. Which you asked me to bring. 
I did. You don't just show up places with no, it. I, I just, said, please you know, like, oh, bring something. Oh, it would something. be a great gift. Yeah, but also I, I like to get in a plug for you, and uh, you signed it for you, free CD, and $19 savings to you. Yeah. To whoever this is. And then after I signed it, I was it. like, I think it's only thirteen ninety nine or something like that. But then when they show it to their friends, they'll be excited for the $19 That's savings. True. Then you look better. Uh, Mike Birbiglia is also joining us. Hi, Doug. I'm very excited to be here um, next to uh, Paul Rudd, who's consistently in my life called the more attractive version of me. I get that constantly, and it hurts. (laughs) You don't seem to be disagreeing. No, I I, I don't know what to say. Honestly, it's like, I think, I feel like I'm looking in the mirror. Thank you so much, I do too. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Perfect. The listeners never tire of the physical humor. It was brilliant, if anyone's wondering. They love it. And speaking of physical humor, there's a lot of it in Mike Birbiglia's new movie, Sleepwalk With Me. Nice. Oh, thank you. And uh, the, so this is, you've, you're giving away a copy of the book version mm-hmm. of your original, this is the play. It's not an adaptation of the movie, like someone wasn't assigned to write a book about the movie. Because those right. are great. Those, those movies that weren't books first, and then become a book, some sad sack has to write. Uh, now it's called novelization. Yes, that's the word for it. I did it. a book report on the book of Home Alone. They... Did you take him to task for not describing the movie correctly? Did I what? Did you, was it a critical book report or were you, or were you a pro the adaptation? I didn't like how they indulged. Like they went into some of his inner motivations that I don't think John Hughes ever intended. The kid was also very mad at paint and bowling balls. So they got caught in the crossfire. The The kid hated Italians and that's why he went after. Kevin McAllister hated Italians. In the book, do they just say Joe Pesci's character? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Stern walked in. <laughs> and then... I was always troubled that they were called the wet bandits. That, to me, sounds like they're bandits that jerk off on everything. And then that's their, their calling card. So, Sleepwalk With Me, the film opens when, August? In New York, uh, this uh, Friday, August 24th. Mm-hmm. And, then in, uh, and then in 20 cities, the following Friday, the 31st of August, including Los Angeles, Chicago, and the, the other cool cities. <laughs> Though I like other cities. People love it. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's at 100% positive uh, reaction from the critics so far. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been seen by many people. <laughs> but 100% of the critics who haven't seen it yet are really excited yeah. about it. And, uh, and they love it. And for, for people who don't know about your one-man show that the movie's based on, just a quick uh, recap. Why, why is it called Sleepwalk With Me? The, well, we, I have a, a 
a sleep disorder called REM behavior disorder, where, which led me to a dangerous incident where I jumped out a second-story window in my sleep. And, hey, hey, uh, hey, spoiler alert. No, it's not. I mean, I, it's actually not. It's in the, the, the... You can know that and see the movie. <laughs> um, and, it's sounding uh, an awful lot like Home Alone. Well, it has a Home Alone-like twist uh, in the third act. But, uh, no, it's, uh, and it's, it's basically about this character's uh, developing this comedy career and being in denial about his relationship going south and also his deteriorating health. And, uh, and it's, it's funny. I can't, seem to des- I can't describe it in a funny way, but it has a lot of jokes and it's funny. And oh, and Paul Rudd's in it. No, no, he's not actually. <laughs> I'm not? <laughs> no. The unattractive version of Paul Rudd is the I could, star. I couldn't even get an audition for him. I remember. <laughs> there isn't a scene where you look in a mirror and talk about your goals <laughs> with yourself. This is how I'd like to look eventually. If I could just get past this damn sleepwalking thing. Like, wouldn't it be great if we, as a sleepwalker, instead of diving through a window, you just got on the elliptical for a few hours? I didn't know we were going to write jokes for this. <laughs> I didn't either, brother. <laughs> Morgan Spurlock is here. He brought the, he brought the crazy gun shirt, the gun movie, Guns of New York. And doesn't, you don't really know anything about it, do you? I was, a, uh, I was at a film festival last night, and the producer of the film said, you should have a T-shirt from my movie. And so I brought that for you. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, I'm gonna, and I'm going to pay it forward <laughs> to, uh, to whoever, whoever wins tonight. Now, John Mulaney, you have to... Uh, this is your first time on the show. Yeah. And you, you just, it's a pretty natural assumption, I think, that you thought, oh, this show's probably about an hour long. And uh, so you have to leave at, once we're an hour into it. You're, you're essentially our Cinderella. He's taping the Corolla podcast across town. <laughs> and you have, to, uh, you have to skedaddle at nine o'clock, so. Yeah, that's the way I planned it, but I didn't know who was going to be on the show, so. <laughs> Oh, now you think it's probably smart to just stay for the whole thing and blow off that, what was it, a bar mitzvah? Where were you? Yeah, the, were you headed to a La, La Quinciera? <laughs> Do they say La Quinciera uh, or is it I, just Quinciera? I don't know. Come on, he, he is headlining. El Quinciera? Yeah. <laughs> right? You'd use the Spanish probably. No, it's just Quinciera. Is that it's where you were going? I am going to a Quinciera. Okay. That's probably good for you to... You should probably take off then. John, I, I feel, feel really bad about John, it. John, don't it. feel Here's bad the deal. about it. I, I actually was given two Albert Knob screeners, and I will give you my other one if you stick around. <laughs> All right. John has just taken out his phone. All right. And it looks like he's going to text someone. Dear Manuela. <laughs> <laughs> Did Mulaney just text you, John? Yeah, John, it's cool. It's cool if you stay. <laughs> it's totally cool if you stay. Look over to your right. I am in a bit of a pickle. So, John Ham, you, uh... 
you are you are here. Um, are are you ca all caught up on Breaking Bad? Yes. It must be you. There must be a little bit of weird pride that you have to be like you're like Breaking Bad sister show. Sure. Sure. And and they probably have the similar pride with you. Uh, sure. Yeah. It's that show about the trains in the Wild West. They're like left out in the cold. <laughs> they don't really fit in yet. Helen Wheels? I think they... <laughs> see, it sounds like it's about a lady who drives real fast. <laughs> no, that's Transamerica. Knobs. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV. John, are you on Burn Notice? I don't know which show you're on. I'm on, uh, I'm on Burn Notice. This season. Uh, uh, John is quite good I'm going to warn all the other panelists John is quite good at the Leonard Malton game and is a finalist in the current tournament of championships yeah which we're just waiting for a day when he's not too busy to, uh, to participate I'm never too busy for a podcast Doug <laughs> I think I've proven that over and over again. It really is. It's your bread and butter, the podcast. <laughs> uh, but, but so you're just, you're just, I was asking you backstage, you're just hanging out in New York for a bit. Yes. Uh, not necessarily working on Taking anything. Taking it but in. You must have some, you must have a film in the can. There must uh, be something that you've completed. That sounds filthy. <laughs> um, you must have made one of those shit room movies. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Uh, Friends with Kids out on uh, DVD and VOD. Uh, but other than that, I am uh, fully unemployed. When you're sitting in a hotel room, as I often do, uh, they, 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 or on my on-demand in Los Angeles on cable, they, they're selling uh, Friends with Kids as a hilarious comedy <laughs> starring John Hamm and Kristen Wiig. <laughs> It's a, yeah. little, a little bit of a mislead because you're the, probably the least hilarious part of the movie because your character is very kind of, often is kind of a fucker. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know we we didn't have a lot of uh, input in how the movie was marketed. Uh, not hey, that if they, it's they working, they did a wonderful job. However, if anybody's out there <laughs> listening, uh, but yeah, that was the that was the choice uh, to sort of since a lot of the people are in bridesmaids that are in our movie. Yeah, they thought that would be a, a fun way in to uh, lure people to watching a movie that's nothing like they expected. Yeah. Remember no, everybody the, likes to be fooled. They should it? be saying, remember the more serious parts of bride, Bridesmaids? This shit is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but with the same people. Yeah. It's like an Orson Welles cast of uh, whatever they were called, the Mercury Theater. And uh, <laughs> one guy in the back, ha! <laughs> That's weird. A 30s radio theater joke didn't go over well. I don't know why. I thought this was a magnificent Amberson's crowd. I will hold off on any... I will not mention uh, Battleship Potemkin. Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater, one of the first podcasters. Yeah, he podcasted the aliens were taking over. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Paul, what are you... You're, you're how many films ahead are you at this point? Like how many? How many are backed up on the runway? Um, 
I don't know, like three, three, three or four. Been like sealing the trailers for uh, this is forty. Looks amazing. Very entertaining. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Uh, it comes out in December. When I was watching Knocked Up, I was like, if they can figure out a way to get Heigl out of the equation, I will watch the shit out of this. They did. <laughs> they did it. Let's bring her out. They Catherine did. Heigl, everybody. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> She's not here. That we know of. She was, you know, I'm sure it was just scheduling. I'm sure she was making a movie about a bounty hunter or a woman who can fly or something. A woman who can fly. I love those movies. Mulaney read the book. She's doing Amelia Earhart, but a sexier, long hair version. So uh, what, what are the other ones, Paul, that you got coming out? I know, uh, memory test. Yeah, the, uh, there's... Um, the, a movie that I uh, did with Paul Giamatti that Phil Morrison directed that doesn't have a title yet. So, so watch for that. Well, first John, let me take John you Hamm, back wake to, up, the, John to the idea uh, uh, of the film. Uh, so sorry, you guys. Is Catherine Heigl here? And then I'm trying to work on a snuff film with John Hamm. Fingers crossed. Oh, they will be. <laughs> again, again, another visual joke for the listeners at home. Well, make it out, you know? Yeah. Morgan Spurlock, how many movies have you made in the last, like, week or two? <laughs> 16. You, you're no. a busy man. You're a busy, busy, busy man. You've got uh, Mansum is available to watch. Starring, starring Paul Rudd. That Shot man's that a man right tonight? there. <laughs> There's a scene of like Paul Rudd and Jason Bateman in a bathtub. No, Will Arnett. Will Arnett and Jason Bateman. Oh, Will in Arnett. A so, sorry, Paul. No, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and um, and then what's what's next after that? Uh, well, now Mansum, which uh, Mansum the film has become Mansum the web series. So now, if you go to Yahoo, you can see Mansum five days a week, every day, where we tell you how to be more Mansum. So you can learn things like, you know, how to pretend like you're listening to your girlfriend and like really important things men need to know. <laughs> how to make your own sex tape. We just shot that one in Atlantic City. And it, this, is, sure. this is important information, guys. And it, but it, it stars Charles Manson, right? That's right. Charles, Charles Manson. Did, yeah. I mean, I, Charles Manson is Charles very Charlie Manson, Charlie Manson from from the soundtrack. It was great. Yes. Next week, swastika on your forehead. <laughs> we're, we're saving Ice that for week four. or deal breaker. <laughs> and what about uh, what? There's got to be something else you're holding back on me, Morgan. Uh, no, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> Everything else is in development. Yeah, nothing. Okay, nothing good. For sure. Well, I, I, I'd like you to slow down a little bit because I'm trying to parody all of your films, <laughs> and you're like you're like three movies ahead of me, and uh, it's exhausting. You really you, you you keep moving, man, and uh, I appreciate that about you. 
I'll, I'll, I'll go slow. You know what? We could have just had that conversation backstage. <laughs> there was no reason for me to share it with 242 people. Um, let me make sure I got all my questions in. Oh, Paul, you, uh, you, you, you've done Shakespeare in the park. Well, I'd, at uh, Lincoln Center, I haven't done Shakespeare in the park, no. Okay. I've been to Shakespeare in the park. Moving on to Mike Birbiglia. You... <laughs> I went to Shakespeare in the park You've also. seen Shakespeare in the park? Yep, I've seen it as well, yeah. I, I've seen it as well. I've actually yeah. seen Paul... Uh, in the audience. Go to, go to Shakespeare in the park also. I'm, but I didn't I'm, say hi because I thought it would be weird. I'm fairly certain when I did Shakespeare at Twelfth Night, I went into the park to kind of go over my line. So in a sense, oh, okay. technically... Yeah, nobody, nobody classifies it that way, though. I no. mean, it's a really specific... No, it doesn't. What yeah. they mean when Did they say Did we specify which park? park? Is... I, I think it counts. I think it counts. It was during the summer. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, okay. I was talking to Paul, but thanks, John. I'm here to help, Doug. Thanks for jumping on that one, John. I'm here to help. I appreciate it. Uh, John Mulaney... Um, not only a hilarious comedian, but also a writer. What was your question about Shakespeare in the Park? <laughs> I, I, I really, I... Once he said he hadn't done it, it ruined no, my no, question. No, Because it was all... It, my question was just going to be like, how many bugs flew in your mouth? <laughs> oh. It really... Well, you know what? Several did when I was just an audience member. <laughs> I saw Into the Woods there the other night. How was and, it? And I thought that that 12th night you were in was done there, but mm. it wasn't for me. It wasn't my cup of tea. Like, I don't like to drink a cup of tea that has shit in it. <laughs> no, well, Amy it's really, Adams is here. Let's bring her I out. Amy? <laughs> I think it's really good. It's probably really good. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't my thing. But outside, like, it was threatening to rain the whole time, so that was exciting. And... <laughs> And there was, like, a lightning in the background, and it was, you know, it was about witches and stuff, so that, that added a You should a, tell the actors a, a pretty that. Cool I like the lightning in the background. Yeah. I like things that weren't happening on stage. I was My feet did a little tap number, and there oh, was... the cab I took was lightning. great there. It's just... Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. But John does, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you are half responsible for what the character Stefan says on Saturday Night Live. With Bill Hader, yeah. With oh, Bill Hader. You. Yeah, with Bill Hader. We you write work those on pieces. it with him. Yes. And you must come up with the most fucking hilarious lines for that because he can't be laughing that hard at the ones he came up with. So, because has there been a Stefan from beginning to end where he doesn't crack at some point? Uh, we did it as a sketch once that, uh, with uh, Ben Affleck. Whereas sure. like he was like a character, and they were pitching a movie. They were like the they were like the Wachowski brothers, sort of. And then uh, I think he got through that, and then we did it on update after that. And I don't think he's gotten through one, but we'll change. I'll change like lines in it right before air. So he so he's just reading it off prompter. No, I'll tell him they're cue cards, not prompter. So I'll tell him as he's walking up. I'll be like, it's now. Baloney Danza, you know, or something like that, <laughs> as he's walking over there. Because if he reads baloney it, Danza. it is now Baloney Danza. Deal with it. Yeah. Because that's got that's where he's cracking up is the new shit, right? Like. Yeah, well, yeah, stuff that he's known about for maybe a minute and a half or something like that. <laughs> and then one time I couldn't think of any new jokes for it, but we had a line about Taylor Negron. Uh, it was in the Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, Taylor Negron instead of two turtle doves. 
I couldn't think of a new joke, so as Bill was about to roll out to talk to Seth, I handed him a photo I printed out of Taylor Negron. And it said, Dear Bill Hader, thank you for never making fun of me on Weekend Update. <laughs> I was like, you need to see this before you go out there. He, of course, is in Fast Times. He's pizza guy. He brings the pizza to Spicoli. He's Spicoli. the guy he's on Seinfeld who washes Elaine's hair with tomato sauce. So. <laughs> yeah. And he's the guy who in, uh, Better punch, off dead. in Punchline says, Ariarag. Ariarag. Oh, yeah. Don't get carpet. Get Ariarag. Ariarag. Yeah. And uh, he's also the guy. Uh, he's in Young Doctors. In La- I know everything. He... He gets killed. He falls into a propeller and gets shredded by a propeller at the end of Last Boy Scout. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he, he worked in the, in the liquor store in a movie called The Stoned Age. Yeah. Paul Rudd, everybody. <laughs> Doug, really? You don't know The Stoned Age? <laughs> I don't. You gotta watch it. It seems like it's perfect for me. It's awesome. Seems like I would enjoy it. But, Paul, have you seen, uh, with your busy movie-making schedule, have you been to the cinema lately? Have uh, you seen any films? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have I said? I saw Beasts of the Southern Wild. Really? You're that excited about it? I thought it was good, but it was, like, it was, it was interesting, but, but very, it's a very small story. I mean, it's about a little girl, but... But it was, uh, yeah, I, I, like, I definitely liked it, but I wouldn't sit in a room and go, woo, when the subject comes up. Right. It seems a little, let's, but let's see what else, what else did you see? Well, maybe they're just excited about anything you've seen. Uh, you know what I just watched two days ago? Uh, yes! <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought, too. It, it's great, isn't it? I just loved it. Uh, I watched Undefeated. The documentary. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's like uh, Friday Night Lights, but but for reals. And for yeah. all and for all three audience members who saw that film, thank you for watching a documentary. I we we appreciate it. Yeah, Morgan's over there. I make documentaries. <laughs> I saw a great documentary uh, a few weeks ago. I way way never sorry. It's an excellent film that's up right now. What's it about? It's about a Chinese uh, activist artist named Ai Weiwei who's imprisoned by Chinese government. It's, very, it's actually very funny and... Thank uh, you for seeing a documentary. Yeah, I, Morgan, I saw it because Morgan called me and asked me to see something. No, I re- and I love Morgan's movies, too. I like documentaries. People should see documentaries. Are very documentaries cool. are awesome, like, but that's the funny thing about like, reading critical analysis of them is like, critics seem to just love documentaries, so like, every single one they tend to... Except, give except a, my documentaries. Critics like this, the first one. <laughs> it's, you have to almost die for them to like it. That's what it is. Those are, Grizzly Man is great. <laughs> Grizzly Man is great. Yeah, yeah. When Blair Witch is, Blair passed, Witch is a good, good documentary. Yeah, those people were all dead, Blair Witch people. Silkwood. Oh, wait, that wasn't a documentary. <laughs> but you know what, though? To, to, to support Morgan's uh, documentary thing, which I think is a good thing, let's go down the line. And, uh, John, what's a great documentary that you've seen? Oh, man, I'm going to mess up. I meant John Giro- Ham. Oh. <laughs> it's stupid. I have I had to, to go. I had to do... No, I'm the one. I'm the stoner. I had to do that joke at some point. No, what were you going to say? Uh, Jiro or Hero Dreams of Sushi? Yeah. 
That's great. That's wonderful. That's that's like an animated. Uh, yeah, it's an it's an animated kung fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a documentary about a sushi guy in uh, Tokyo, right? Or Kyoto? Tokyo. All right. Yeah, so check that one out. John Ham, John H. I just saw a, a, a wonderful documentary. I don't know if it's been released yet. Called Brook, Brooklyn Castle, mm. about a about a, a independent uh, intermediate school in Brooklyn. Uh, that's a Title One school, very very poor, and they have uh, they've won like twenty six uh, high school chess championships somehow, and uh, it's a an impressive story. So yeah, check, it's check really it impressive. The, the teachers there are extremely dedicated, and the, the program keeps, keeps getting cut in half. Yeah, it's amazing. And they, it really is amazing. But they still take these kids to play chess, and they're amazing at it. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really good, powerful movie, and already being made into a, a, you know, a fictional... Yeah, they're going to fictionalize it. Yeah, they're going to fictionalize it and make it into a movie. I, I'm sure that... Coolio you know, will do the soundtrack. Michelle Den- Pfeiffer will play the... Denzel Washington and Michelle Pfeiffer uh, will be the coaches. That would be great. <laughs> Charlize Theron is going to play a tiny black kid. Uh, it's about time. If you love Monster. It's about time. You're going to love this. So. Yeah, but Brooklyn Castle. I, I saw it, it? I saw it South by Southwest. Yeah. And I loved it. And I, I, I fawned all over the people who made it. And, uh, and it got me nowhere. <laughs> got me no traction in this business. Paul, what about, uh, have you said a documentary yet? I think I started the whole thing off. You really did. Uh, yeah. What's well, another good one? Another Have you good seen... one? Uh, one of my favorites is uh, it's called Christian the Lion. Which uh, was about, it's uh, these they two. They will have your back on anything. <laughs> I saw it years and years ago, and uh, it reduced me to tears. These two guys buy a, a lion in, from Harrods in London. You can get anything at Harrods. And... Uh, and they realize that uh, they need to integrate him into the wild, and they go to Af- they take him to Africa, and he's uh, integrated into another into this pride, and, and then they go back a year later and visit him. Sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> that does sound good. Gray Gardens. <laughs> American movie is a great one. American movie is fantastic. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, Mike Berbiglia? There's a, uh, this isn't a movie, but it's a documentary television series that Ira Glass, who produced my movie, made. It's this American Life TV series. It was on, it was on Showtime, and now it's on Netflix. And there's an episode that is, like, must-see. I think it's one of the best pieces of anything I've ever seen, which is, there's an there's a episode about this guy named Mike who is uh, paraplegic and, uh, like, has a girlfriend and has, like, relationships, and it's, it's just an, it's one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen, so I'd look for that. Does he play Murder Ball? <laughs> no, that's another movie. That's a movie called Murder Ball. Those guys don't have girlfriends. <laughs> and <laughs> Are you roasting the cast of Murder Ball? I will fucking take you on, murder ballers. You will. You could come at. You could hurt my ankles, but other than that, no. I love. I love murder ball, but also this. The, yours sounds interesting too. And uh, what? I had nothing to do with mine. <laughs> you're you're pulling the strings behind Ira Glass. Don't joke around. That's right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, you're his puppet master. And uh, Morgan, what about uh, any any more to add? Um, I, I, lo- I love docs that make people want to watch like more docs, docs that are that are fun, like uh, King of Kong, 
Um, uh, Hands on a Hard Body, which is an amazing film. Uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot, which uh, you guys should check all these out. If you like to hang out in parking lots. And... Yeah, those last, two, those last two sound like the same movie. <laughs> Hell, House, Hell House is another great one. Where it's, uh, it's about a church that they create a haunted house every year, but inside all the rooms of the haunted house are people acting out scenes that were written like, I've got to get an abortion! And she's screaming in a bed. And so, so at the end, after people go through all of these scenes in the, in the haunted house, they go into a room and, they go, and the guy goes, Now it's a choice. Behind that door is hell. Behind this door is eternal salvation. And people are like, fuck it, I'll go for the eternal salvation. Let's do it. You know, where it's like, it's like after going through all this crazy shit in the haunted house. But, yeah. but what they fail to mention is the hell door behind there is some cupcakes. That's right. <laughs> so you decide what Naked you want, Naked women everybody. and cupcakes behind that door. But yeah. that, uh, what's that movie called? It's called Hell House. Yeah, when that movie came out, some enterprising people out in Los Angeles put together... They put the show up in L.A. They put that actual haunted house up, and I got to perform in it, <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was really disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> like, they've got one room that's like a school shooting. That's like, right. Like, oh, come on, and bring the kids! They've been doing it here in New York. They were doing it here in New York for a couple years, too. There was a theater company that was doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fantastic idea. I mean, that's what all haunted houses are, is just like people jumping out at you when you walk around the corner and, and telling you you're going to go to hell. <laughs> Those are the basics. Um, I saw Expendables 2 yesterday. Kind of like Hell House. <laughs> or as I like to call it, still expendable. Bucket list protocol. Have you been to the movies lately, John Mulaney? Uh, yeah, what did I see? I saw Celeste and Jesse Forever, which is great. I saw Beasts of the Southern Wild, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. I saw Dark Knight Rises, the new Batman. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> that I saw it. Of those three, I know those are three completely different kinds of movies, but of those three, which one is your, was your favorite? Uh, yeah, real Sophie's choice. Yeah. <laughs> Celeste and Jesse are... Bi- I did not like Dark Knight Rises, so I was, I was off board. Yeah, I did not care for it at all. But I, I will like- kill you if you don't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you speak to me that way? That's good. Seriously, though, why, why doesn't he ever block his face if he has a mask on that if you break it, he won't be able to breathe? Yeah, he built you, a mask that if you, you think break he like would one block, little valve, You think he yeah. would defend himself a little bit more when fighting. So uh, w- which one did you say was the best one? I'd, I'd go Beast or Celeste and Jesse. I, didn't, I, I did not care for Dark Knight Rises okay. all that much. All right. John also saw Sleepwalk with me. Oh, Sleepwalk with me was fantastic. But that was a while ago. Sorry, I'm talking like the last week, Mike. I no, apologize. no, I know what you meant. I, <laughs> I saw Sleepwalk with me at South by Southwest and then ran into you, Mike, and said very confidently, you know, I really loved your movie. And uh, that's a great feeling when that happens. <laughs> because if I hadn't loved it, I, you know, I, I would have, uh, it would have been uncomfortable. So thank you for not fucking it up. And making me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you and Todd Barry and, Brent, uh, and Brendan saw it. 
Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I was we, really we were, nervous because it's it's scary when comedians see your movie because it's about comedy. You would be so, nervous about opening yourself to I, Todd Berry and exposing <laughs> your, your inner self. Well, he's not very judgmental, so it's you know. I'm, I, Everyone I in this business worries what Brendan Walsh is going to think. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, we all, I, I think they enjoyed it, as I said to you later, awkwardly. Yeah, I think those other guys enjoyed it. But I, I definitely did. And uh, go see it, you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I really want to see uh, Hope Springs, for real. And no one, my girlfriend won't go. And uh, she said, maybe my mom will go with you. And she asked her mom, and her mom said, no. There's a Hope Springs. No one will see if anyone wants Hope to see Springs Hope Springs. joke on this podcast two weeks ago that was brilliant. How did it go? <laughs> it said, wait, I was just I'd, listening I'd be to the it last today. one to remember. Oh, fuck. How was it? It was, like, it was from a Twitter person. Had they sent it in. Oh, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. The guy in the audience knew it, too. Um, uh, Hope, Hope Springs was filmed in WiMAX. WiMAX? <laughs> at, at, at Jerry Duggan wrote that. He's a talented comic book uh, writer person. That's what you sound like, sir. <laughs> Not to the listeners, because they probably heard silence, and then me going, because the audience isn't individually mic'd. <laughs> John Hamm, have you been to the movies? I have. What'd you see? I saw a movie called The Intouchables, mm. uh, which was very good. It's a French movie, and apparently like the biggest... Subtitles. Totally. Get out totally. your reading glasses and your sleep mask. <laughs> <laughs> But it's very inspirational, that movie, Indeed. I'm, I'm Did told. Did you see it? Like you, no, but you, you, you walk out of there on, uh, you know, like, just elated. It's a triumph of the human spirit. Imagine yeah. driving Miss Daisy. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know, right. I know, I've got no, Paul. No, 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 I'm, I'm, Where's I this keep going? going, all right. Uh, but if Miss Daisy was uh, a quadriplegic... Well, that well then she clearly has to be driven. driven. And French. And French. And French. All right. And male. Okay. And super wealthy. This movie sounds hilarious. Oh, and if Morgan Freeman was black. And if Morgan Freeman was black. And young. And from, like, the French projects. And um, <laughs> African. If the character was played by a man who's never been God or president then that's what you're going to see. But yeah, I do want to check that out. And uh, <laughs> Paul, have you been to the movies? Well, uh, I saw Beasts of the Southern Wild. <laughs> and, you said uh, that. You said that before. I, I said that. Woo! Woo! Uh, uh, Woo! I have been to the movies recently. Um, did you see Beasts of the Southern I Wild? I did see that one. <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom. Um, which, by the way, uh, sitting in the row uh, in front of me, John Slattery from your show. At the yeah, movie, I, I in the movie he theater? Of course plays, yeah. He, of course, plays the buxom secretary <laughs> on Mad Men. Has anyone seen Compliance yet? Yeah, I love that. I love Compliance. That's, is that movie disturbing? 
I yeah. Think it's uh, did you see it? No, but I love Craig Zobel. Yeah, Craig Zobel made, the, made great. the film. And, uh, he did this movie called Great World of Sound. I think that was his first film. And that's totally worth seeing if people haven't seen it. Compliance is one of my favorite movies this year. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, it is disturbing. It is in, a, in, a, in kind of a good way. Doug, have you left the show? <laughs> Listen, I can't stick around because uh, I'm going to go do the spa that John Mulaney was going to run off to. Uh, so, Morgan Spurlock, we have one more. Or wait, Verbiglia, have, we, have you seen any movies lately? Did we already talk to you about that? I saw Beasts of Southern Wild. And, uh, you know, he, Mike, you know what you need to check out, though? Is compliance. Right. Really. It's very disturbing, but in a good way. Um, I, last night I saw Ruby Sparks, which I liked. What? Ruby Sparks, uh, Zoe Kazan, Paul Dano. Oh, uh, Ruby Sparks. Yeah, Ruby Sparks. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Saw Celeste and Jesse, saw I Weiwei, Never Sorry, which is, uh, I said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just I, looking I, for I, recommendations or pans. I feel, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Now that you're part of that community, you can't, yeah. you can't insult other movies. I just want to say I, I recommend all of Paul's movies. I, I really thought they were great. <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I don't not recommend anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't not recommend anything. I like, I like a lot of movies. Good, good movies this summer. I, yeah. like, I, like I should say, Doug, and I was, I was a little not, bit not forthcoming when I brought my gift, which you didn't mention to anybody uh, at the top of the show. Uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Doug Loves Movies t-shirt that I signed. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be dead honest He signed you. it right on the heart. It's the shittiest gift I've ever given in like the fifth time I've done this podcast. Terrible gift. That said, as I said, I was a little uh, not forthcoming. And when Mike was recommending Paul's wonderful movies, I did bring a grab bag of Paul Rudd movies. <laughs> let's, let's go through uh, them yeah, and yeah. then everybody rank them on a skit. <laughs> there's, there's an idiot brother. Okay. There's a Wanderlust. I think it's Wanderlust. Wanderlust. There's an I Love You Man. It's, it's I Love You Man. And there's Dinner for Schmucks. You are always the title character in all of your films. Above the title character, <laughs> by the way. An idiot, an idiot and a schmuck. And, uh... Does anybody hunger for games? Now this part is going to be particularly fun tonight because Morgan's been on the show before, uh, but the other three gentlemen have not, and John Hamm, of course, is a, a master of these games. So uh, a, a savant, if you will. He doesn't, he doesn't claim to know anything other than how to play this game. And, uh, or I should say the games, because we'll play uh, a quick one, and then uh, do you really want to go, John, or are you going to stay? Did you, Ten minutes. Did you uh, push back minutes. your thing or uh, cancel gonna, it? I'm going to push it back a little Let's bit. cancel it right now. Well, I don't know. I can't, I can't quite cancel it. You can't cancel it, but I just can't. tell him. Let me, let me just, just tell him, listen. Let me deal with this. All right. Yeah, yeah he's gonna, I don't want to He's going to deal with it. No, no, we want to take right. care of that first. John, who are the plans with? Uh, just some, just some, 
you know, I thought famous people, and then I showed up here, and I was like, <laughs> they're a bunch of shit kickers. I gotta, I'm running late. You were gonna blow me off for some B-list shit. <laughs> I got Taylor Negron and Todd Berry waiting at a restaurant in Midtown. You thought you were gonna be sitting here with Pete Holmes. Not tonight, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. Todd, Todd, and, Todd and Taylor watching a candle burn down while I yuck it up with all the hot new talent. All right, so you, gotta, you think you're working I'll, it out? Don't, I'll, I'll go when I need to go. But, no, I, I meant that in a friendly way. Not in, a, not in the horribly aggressive way it came out. I'll go when I need to go. I'm running late. Maybe 30 minutes, question mark? Sorry. <laughs> Maybe 30 minutes? I'm asking you? What am I doing? I don't know. I might be late. That's all this, this city is, is, this, is just a series of texts about how much longer it's going to take for you to get to the next thing. Hi, babe, I live minute to minute, question mark? <laughs> People that live here have another thing to go to always. Uh, Sorry, I'm gonna be late for going to sleep tonight, pillow. <laughs> I'll make it up to you tomorrow when I jerk off into you. Hey, pillow, still in Midtown, start without me. <laughs> Midtown pillow. Hey, pillow, if not tonight, brunch tome, question mark? <laughs> Are you available for brunch? Is that what that means? What was that? Because I, I go to brunch. Would everyone like to go to brunch tomorrow? Oh, shit! Monday brunch, the tradition. <laughs> no one has a job. <laughs> Where should we go? That sounds good. I'll see you guys there at 9 a.m. Midtown. On my way, on my way out of town. Let's play a game called How Much Did This Shit Make? Where we'll start down there with Morgan on the other end. And each of you gets to bid, without going over, how much you think, according to Box Office Mojo, how, what the total domestic earnings were for Batman and Robin from 1997 <laughs> starring George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, and Al Arnold. <laughs> I almost called him Alfred. And as Alfred, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Would you like me to clean the living room? <laughs> Nice to meet you, that's right. He was the fucking ice man, and his, all of his lines were Mr. Freeze, I mean. Dr. Freeze? Did he Mr. have a... He, he was 10 credits he short was just... of his doctorate. <laughs> He's still pretty bitter about it, and he would rather you not bring it up in front of people. Thanks a lot, Doug. He tried really hard. He slept <laughs> in. He missed his final. He feels as shitty as you do. Okay, Morgan, how much do you think that movie made domestically in Eight its total dollars. run? Without <laughs> going over. They're just oh, oh, without going over. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, I'm going to say... I'm indeed, gonna say, without going over. 
See, that was before we knew better. So I'm going to say it was $90 million. Okay. Then we go to Mike Berbiglia. It was... Um... <laughs> Let me. I actually know this one. <laughs> it was uh, mediocre dollars in unwatchable sense. <laughs> uh, Seventy-five million. Seventy-five, 75 million. Sorry, really. Okay. And then, uh, Paul. I'm going to say. Um, $210 million. Okay, okay, so Paul's out. John, John Ham. I have a feeling it made over $100 million, so I'm going to say $101 million. 101. And then we leave it to John Mulaney. Uh, okay. Bill and, I know Bill and Ted made like 40. <laughs> and I was like, that's the biggest movie ever. And I... I was in an argument, and I was like, that movie made, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, and the other person was like, no. That's the only, that's the only side they had to take. I'm going to go low. Uh, yeah, one dollar. I'm going to go uh, 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 65. 65. Okay, so we have Morgan said 90, Mike said 75, Paul said, well, Paul's out. John said... Didn't, it didn't make $210 million? <laughs> John said $101 million and I think it's Ham. John Mulaney said 65 And our winner, without going over, is John Ham with yeah. $101 million. Wow. It was, was it $150? Because it made $107.3 million. Wow. You're, John Ham, you're going to the Showcase Showdown. That is... You might have won them both. This has been a Mark Goodman, Bill Todman production. Goodson, Bill Todman. Yes. Mulaney, what are you texting? Yes, I will. So sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, get here as soon as you can for the His delivery is making of your demands. baby. Oh, my, was cleaning, my cleaning lady texted me. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. But you're working it out, though? We're working it out. Okay, good. So we'll, we'll have you stick around for the next game. No, I'm, I'm going to stay. It's just how much I'm apologizing now. <laughs> it's just about apologies. Yeah, just, just type, I've apologized for making a choice. Don't worry. I'll propose when I get home. <laughs> I think what was funny about that... <laughs> John Hamm just took a picture to incriminate you. The reason I did that is because we were invited to the same thing. I'm not bothering to make excuses, but I am sending them a picture yeah, well, of you him making a... an excuse. <laughs> so, wait a minute, hold on, wait. John, look, John you're and not, John... You're not making John excuses. and John, look this way. I, I, uh, I have not been invited to this dinner, so I feel as an impartial judge, I should send this 
This I is was not proof positive that both Johns are not. I just want to have a good photo to show my wife when I get home. Is my show still happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm staying. I'm very excited. All right, he's all set. Both of the bars are open. Let's do this. Yeah, it might take a while, you guys, because, I, you know, there's still enough time that I'm going to try to play two more games. <laughs> Starting with Build a Title... People love it. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why they love it. John Hamm and uh, Morgan Spurlock are probably the only people who have played this before. Uh, John's going to get to go first. Uh, and then we'll go, we'll go to uh, Paul from there. So stand by, Paul. <laughs> All right. And good luck. Build a title is where you take turns adding to a title of... You, add, you take movies, known movies, and make the title longer. Like if we start with uh, Godfather, you could go, Oh, Godfather, to add a title to the beginning, or Godfather of the Bride to add a title to the end. And it, uh, it goes like that. What's that in the audience? <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to say? I thought so. <laughs> but thank you for your help. <laughs> I appreciate it. Even though I don't know what you were trying to do. Because I yelled at you. So, at poon underscore drizzle three. There are two other poon drizzles? There are... I'm two. There I'm are two. two other poon underscore D-R-I-Z-Z-L-3. I'm six. It's a tough it's a tough name to get. <laughs> that that person that person place or thing suggested as a starter title the Tom Cruise classic Days of Thunder. So, John, you need to add something that ends with days or begins with thunder. Strange days of thunder. Strange days. I like it. Well done. End of days would have been a way to go. So now... It's just, just an option. You're doing wrong, Doug? Just an option. Just what Some I, of Fines' finest. Just what I had written strange down. Strange days. But so we go to Paul Rudd, and he has to have a movie that ends in strange or begins with thunder or durr. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, strange days of thunder. All right. Um, thunder. Th- can, I, can I mix in Thunderdome? Um, or, no, I, or are we that, beyond that, Thunderdome? That wouldn't Dome? work. That wouldn't work. It would not work. Okay, strange. It's just got to be thunder something. All right, thun- uh. Can't be thunder, comma, tropic. <laughs> Can't do that? No. Uh. Also, it doesn't... Don't, please don't yell out in the audience. Don't yell out, Thunderbird. Country strange days of thunder. Country strange. Country strange? Yep. Yep, 
country. So confident and so wrong. <laughs> no, it's that's what it is. Okay, so Paul's out for this round. <laughs> we go to we go to Mike. Can you think of any movie that ends in strange or begins with thunder? Strange days of thunder, African skies. Oh shit! Oh, you could do that. Oh, that's clever. That's great. It's the new Paul Simon film under yeah. African skies. Th- thunder the rainbow. I didn't realize you could break it up, huh? Oh, you didn't realize the game had rules? <laughs> I'll sit this one out. I'm going to sit this one out. Just for now. You'll be back in. All right. Uh, okay, so we have Strange Days of Thunder, African Skies. So, Strange Morgan, Days. Okay. So, yeah. it's Strange Days of Thunder, African Skies. Uh-huh. Strange... <laughs> <laughs> Strange days of thunder under African skies wide shut. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, wow, is that good? Skies oh, wide shut. shut. Oh, I know what I would do is shut. But we're going to John Mulaney. Okay. So you need something that ends in strange. Okay, I have strange... Days of thunder, thunder, African African. skies wide, shut up, little man. (laughs) There's a movie called Shut Up, Little Man? It's a documentary. It's a documentary. It's a documentary, everybody. Give it up for documentaries. Up in the the, uh, second booth. And then I was saved by documentaries. Okay, I would have gone Shutter Island, but that's cool. That was the wrong answer. Shut up, little man. I'm crazy like that. Uh, John Hamm, what do, you think, what do you think of that? Ends in Stranger, begins with man. Uh, strange days of thunder, African skies, wide shut up, little man of the house. <laughs> Paul, you're out. Damn it, I've you'll got be, one. You'll be back in the next round, Mike. Strange days of thunder, African skies wide shut up, little man of, of the, the house, house party two. <laughs> Only give it up for the deuce. Now, audience, back me up on this. House party two had no extra title that didn't have a subtitle right it was not called ghost protocol sir (laughs) all right so now we're back to morgan with um you need something ends in stranger begins with two (laughs) um strange days of thunder, African skies, wide shut up, man of the house, party, too big to fail. Too big to fail. Another great documentary. Did that have more of a title beyond too big to fail? Like the story of blah, blah, and blee, blee? Let me look that up. But I like it. I like where you're going with that. I'm going to look that up really quick, because I think it has more words to it. (laughs) 
Too Big to Fail was an HBO thing? Is it's, it? It's not a movie, it's HBO. Okay, you're out. <laughs> but it was a movie on HBO. Yeah, but you're out. <laughs> HBO documentaries? Doesn't that, was, count. that was actually a scripted film. Okay, still doesn't count. No, I think it should count. I have the DVD. Okay, it counts. Okay. The... <laughs> I thought he was going to say, you're out, too. No, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bought that shit? You're out, too. <laughs> All right, John Mulaney, what are you going to do with that? So we're, go- we're going off fail? Fail. We're going with oh, okay. fail. Uh, strange days of thunder, African skies wide, shut up, little man of the house party, too big to failure to launch. Yes. Obviously. Which is a documentary. About uh, two people on a movie poster in linen clothing, leaning against each other. John Hamm, you still in this? Apparently. Okay. What do you think? Ends in strange. Nobody's nobody's really jumping at that one. Or begins with people launch. are strange. Days of thunder, African skies wide shut up, little man of the house party too big to failure to launch. What's People Are Strange? Is that a Doors documentary? I don't know. (laughs) Sounds like a movie. John Hamm is holding his microphone like Eminem, by the way. I've just lost myself in the music, the moment you own There's it. There's no movie called People Are Strange. Google it. I may be wrong. I think you definitely are wrong. There's well, a lady, just texting. There's a lady who's illuminated no, back there. Up. She's looking Not it up. There's no movie called People Are Strange. Who starred in it, John? Those guys. Okay, you're out. That one time. Mike, do you have anything? Is his count? Oh, sorry, Paul. Oh, Paul's out. Mike. Wait, I don't understand. I didn't mean to rub it in. You're not going to count John's? He seems confident. People are strange? (laughs) I heard that. Wasn't that the theme song? John's characters in movies and television are smart, so I can only assume he is smart. (laughs) He was kind of dumb in Bridesmaids. 30 Rock, very dumb, very dumb on 30 Rock. Good call, sir. (laughs) (laughs) This audience is in whether we like it or not. What's the ending then? What's the... The ending is launch. Oh. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't count. There's no... It's it's, it's not not count. What? No one. Not a movie. Not a movie. People are strange. Not a movie. Yeah, people are strange is no way... (laughs) No, no way, way I'm falling for that shit. He's on IMDb right now, playing the rest of this in protest. Yeah, no, it no. might be a movie, but you have to, as the player, you have to know what the movie is. Well, well then I'm definitely out. <laughs> okay, so Strange, and then what's the last one? Launch. Launch. Oh. Yeah. Launch? Yeah, I can't, I'm not, I'm not coming up with I anything. Pass. I pass. There's a... There's a place to eat at Disneyland called the Launching Pad, but that won't work because that's, that's a place to eat at Disneyland. It's just not a good word to start a movie title with, launch? unless it was the title of the Who movie. Who added failure to launch? Who did that? 
Who was who, in it? Who was it? No, who's the one that added it? I added that. Okay, so yeah, you might be our winner. Because, uh, Morgan, do you have anything to add? Maybe. Oh. What do you got? Has to end in strange uh, or begin with a launch. Okay. Hold on two seconds. Okay. Everybody hold on. I'm going to go with... While we uh, wait, he's going to make another movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Strange Days of Oops, Thunder, African oh, Skies, Wide Shut Up, Little Man House, Little Man of the House Party, Too, too Big to Fail. Too Big to Fail, your Two to Launch, launch. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> He just threw down the mic like Chris Rock. That's fun, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> you guys are awesome. So John Mulaney's our winner. No, uh, thank you, but I like Morgan's too. But that was a that was a great try. That was really, you really. Threw I it win in. the DVD and my album there. and stuff. Yeah, you you win all this all the stuff everybody brought. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. No, you just win the opportunity to go first in the Leonard Malton game, oh. which we will play right now. After everyone selects a name tag from the audience of who you would like to play for, there's a fucking Spuds McKenzie doll in the audience. There's a girl with a flask. I see a bear. Don't forget the balcony area. There's some good ones up there. What do you think? Oh, Morgan's got one? There's a lady with a flashlight up in the balcony. Wow, is Paul really all the way up there? Wow, he really went up into the balcony. Paul Rudd, everybody. The, the lady in the balcony has like a, there's something going on in the backyard size flashlight. <laughs> it washed She's got off? a big flashlight up there. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it. I'm going to take the monkey. Oh, John Mulaney's picking a... Stuffed bear. A guy gave me a pack of cigarettes, but it didn't have anything on it. It's a, I mean, a monkey. I meant bear. You don't have to bring it to me, but... Yeah, you hold on to it. Oh, this is kind of fun. Somebody that Paul picked took a bunch of hello, my name is name tags and stuck them on a piece of paper until it spells what? What does it spell? A Reese. There's a person named a Reese. I have Syrah. <laughs> oh, you mixed them all up. You totally fucked it up, Paul. I'm sorry. I... A Reese. Okay, so Paul's playing for a Reese. Who are you playing for, Mike Berbiglia? Ambers. Ambers. There's a plural of amber, I guess. 
What's the, what, can you describe her name tag? Oh. oh, it's the movie Heathers. It's the movie Heathers. And she but... changed it to Ambers. Yeah. Because that's just as... Because not unlike Heathers, that's a fucking stupid girl name. <laughs> stupid girl name. All girls named Amber are stupid. No offense, Ambers, who are listening, of which there's probably not many. The, the, the Heathers DVD, which is what this is on... Said the quote is without Heather's there would be no jawbreaker, no mean girls, and certainly no Juno. I, I especially love it's the twentieth high school reunion edition. Yeah. How, where would we be without Jawbreaker? Thank God Heather's. I love I love I love this gay DVD. I love this. Who are you playing for, Morgan? I'm playing for Chloe. And Chloe gave me a spectacular picture of uh, Terry Hulk Hogan. It says American Made on it. Yeah, brother. I'm playing for you, Chloe. But her name is Terry? Her name is... It's her middle name. Her middle name's Terry. Who are you playing for again, Mike? I forgot already. Amber. Oh, Amber. Amber. <laughs> Amber. And uh, John like, Hamm, who are you playing for? I'm playing for Lori, and it's her birthday. Oh, no. Happy no, birthday, It's not true. I know Lori, and it's not her birthday. All right, birthday, Lori. And uh, John Mulaney, who are you playing for? I am playing for the AIDS monkey. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing... That is, that's, that's the AIDS monkey? This is the AIDS monkey. That is ground zero? He just winked at me. <laughs> This is patient negative one, that, that French-Canadian flight attendant. Yeah, I didn't mean ground zero, I meant patient zero. I know, I didn't even, yeah, I just moved past it. What are the odds that someone at ground zero would also be the first AIDS patient? That would be horrible. Very be low. So horrible. Very low. And what's the monkey's name? Uh, this is for Alexis. Alexis, okay. Alexis brought a monkey. <laughs> All right, so that's who everybody's playing for. And uh, who just won Build a Title? I think it was John Mulaney. Yeah, Mulaney. All right. So we'll start with you on uh, Leonard Malton, and we'll, we'll go to uh, Morgan from you, and then uh, Mike and Paul and John. And you get to pick a category from three potential categories. Would you like uh, either... At Dragon for Lunch suggested, Baby, It's Cold Inside, and that's movies where someone is inside a refrigerator. (laughs) For some reason. Or, celebrating a birthday today, Matthew Perry, so the films of the great Matthew Perry. Paul worked with him. Yes. And the third category... (laughs) Is suggested by at Wilbur the Cat, Willem the Foe. Willem the Foe. That's movies where Willem Dafoe plays the a bad guy, as opposed to when he plays a wacky neighbor that comes. Sometimes he's a wacky neighbor. Sometimes he's a guy in a red hat. Just that one time in uh, Steve Zissou. Uh... 
I th- I'll go Willem Dafoe. Okay, Willem Dafoe. This Willem Dafoe movie is from 1984. Yeah, early in the Willem Dafoe canon. Uh, three stars from Leonard Maltin. He says about this movie that it is stunningly photographed. That's, that's never a good sign. And he also says, unfortunately... <laughs> it was a movie. <laughs> unfortunately, we're left with the story which can't carry the film to a really satisfying conclusion. And he lists... 17 names. How many names do you think you can get it in, John Mulaney? Oh. Out of 17. You're going from bottom to top. Bottom to top, yeah. Just like a great massage. (laughs) No dick skipping. Can I do 17? Yeah, you can open with 17 names. Is that a good strategy? Super smart strategy. (laughs) Because if you hear all of these names, I bet you you might know what it is. How does that affect future play? Well, then uh, Morgan has to decide whether to bid 16 or lower or or come after you. All right. This is my first time playing, so I'm going to go 17. I'm going to see what happens. Everybody agrees with you. (laughs) Morgan? Um, I'll go seven. Seven! Knocked off ten names. I'm no math whiz. Mike, what advantage is there to me saying more than Morgan just said, or less? Yeah, you could just tell him name it. Okay, then six. (laughs) I just said it because John looked at me and said six, and he seems smart in his characters in television and film. Except 30 Rock. Especially the town. I thought your character in the town was very cunning. And he was on it. Like, he knew when no one knew. Right. That's why they totally didn't get away at the end. No, no, he got away... Right, because John, John blew it. John's character whiffed it. But John's character knew why he got away. Oh, is that good in the FBI the to know why someone got away? They got away because the guy that wrote the script directed the movie. <laughs> um, and like, if you'd had the I megaphone, <laughs> if you'd had the megaphone. Exactly. Six. Got away. He says six, Paul. So you can tell Mike to name that movie. Uh-huh. Or you can bid even less names. So I got to bid less names, or then he gets the movie, and then I'm out first again? No, no. No, if you ask him, if you ask Mike Birbiglia to name it, and he fails, which is a possibility... Then I get a point. Then you will get a point. But yeah. if he gets it... Then he will get the point. And, then and you, will be not, you won't be penalized, but he'll be one more point closer to winning than you. I see. And then if you don't get it, is he out? There's no out. It's just Nobody's points. ever out. I go, I'll do him five. Hey, Paul. Yes. Oh, yeah. John has something he wants to say to yeah, Paul Yeah, I think Red. I know what it's going to be. Hey, Paul, name that movie. I knew it. John can't leave here tonight not the winner. So, so now... Yeah, he's going to do whatever it takes. 
Okay. Even a cheating scumbag move. <laughs> like playing the game as it's supposed to be played. I, I, so I'm yeah, going to read that's, you... That's probably pretty stupid of my part, wasn't I'm it? I'm going to read you five names. Okay. From the cast of this movie. And did you say the year or you didn't? I might have. I might have. 84. Uh-huh. Three stars from Leonard Maltin. Yeah. That's usually not very helpful because he has his own taste. But it's stunningly <laughs> photographed. And, Can uh, I try it with no names? Well, if, you yeah, should, you but I mean, I think no, don't do that. The, no, everyone in the might... audience just went, they're all like, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> they honestly were like, don't, don't. Hearing the names might help, all so right. you might as well. You get five of them, and one of them is a band. And, and, and one of them is Willem Dafoe. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a sixth name, because he's not in the bottom five. He is the bad guy in this movie. And the names are The Blasters, Matthew Lawrence, Olivia Brown, Ed Bagley Jr., yeah, and Maureen Jahan, who of, course, who, of course, is famous for being Jennifer Beals' dancing double in Flashdance. I've said too much. What do you think it is, Paul? Is it Streets of Fire? Now, are you saying that because that's your guess or that's something somebody in the audience said that you heard? No, that was the only one I could think of. That is correct. Because I heard... I heard I, someone I was gonna say, say it. I heard someone say it. So don't, please don't no, say. No, honestly, I was gonna say it with no names, uh, and none of those names helped. <laughs> yeah, those are very, very not helpful names. All right. But Paul Rudd is on the board. He has a point. Yeah. It's just a point. Just one point for that. All right, I feel vindicated. I, I want to go back to when Paul first saw that film. I, I want to hear about the experience that stuck that in your brain. I actually, I never saw it. <laughs> I just remember the previews on HBO. Was Michael Bean in that? Where has Michael Bean? He's been everywhere. What movie? Streets no, it's um, uh, no, it's the guy uh, Michael, Michael, Perret, Michael Perret, Perret, Michael Perret, right. and right. Diane Lane, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, it's wanna... well, it's uh, you know, directed by uh, what's his name, Walter Hill, and uh, it's it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Okay, so I hear uh, it's beautifully photographed. Oh. <laughs> S- fucking stunningly. Stunningly photographed. I just so want to now, say for the record, for people listening and not watching, that was Paul getting that right was more excited than I've ever seen him I was in any so movie. Psyched. <laughs> totally sick. If people want the picture I, at I'll, home. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I'm exhausted now. Winning is fun. Okay, so since John challenged. Paul, we'll start with John Mulaney. John Hamm challenged Paul. We'll start with John Mulaney and then go towards John Hamm. And you get to pick a category, John. Of the same three? No. Oh. New categories. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a game show, but if I was in charge. So, so it's not perfect, but it does have its own set of rules. The King of Pancakes category is one of your options. That's a movie that was number one at the box office 10 years ago to this very day. The number one movie at the North American box office 10 years ago. Or Fragrant Bleach, 
suggested uh, a category called Top Build, which is a movie that was mentioned in an earlier game tonight on the show. Yeah. People are like, easy. <laughs> know it. Or, at Rhea, R-E-E-H underscore 24, suggested Hunger Games, and that's movies that have an eating contest in them. <laughs> so would you like an eating contest, a movie that was mentioned earlier tonight, or the number one movie ten years ago? Uh, eating contest. Eating contest. There was an eating contest in this movie from 1986. Leonard Malton gives it three stars. He calls it affectionate. And he also says, only complaint, the high volume of four-letter words. Ooh. Yes. Leonard prefers six- and eight-letter words. <laughs> and he lists eight names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Uh, John Mulaney. Two. Two names. Strong opening bid. We go to John Hamm. What does he have to say? Zero. Zero Damn. names. Damn. That is a serious fucking player. Paul Rudd, you can either say name that movie or you can go into negative names. And that's where you, if you say negative one name, that means you can name the top billed actor in addition to naming the movie. Two names, top two billed. Has to be in order? In the right order, yeah. So how deep do you think you can go? People on this panel seem to know what the movie is, but do they know the billing of the actors in this movie? (laughs) I'll go negative one. Wow. First-time player grasping negative one and running with it. He's not confused, or maybe he is. What do you think of that, Mike? Paul Rudd, you name that. Oh, okay. So Paul needs to name the motion picture. Is it Stand By Me? That is correct. Settle, settle. Who was the top billed performer in the motion picture Stand By Me? Was it Will Wheaton? That is correct! Chinatown. People are on their feet, and by people, I mean one really big guy. (laughs) They don't put them in every movie for nothing. (laughs) Yeah, you really pay attention on the set. (laughs) Because you're in every movie. And, uh, I think I was billed like fourth. Very in that well one. done. I'm not sure. Right, right past Jerry O'Connell. Don't show All right. Off. So where is uh, the person you were playing for? The uh, mixed-up name. Anus. It's, uh, anus. Where is Aries at? Where is Aries at? Come, come, get your prizes. You win all of this stuff. Coming down from the very, uh, this is like the Golden Globes when somebody from TV wins something. 
There you go. Congratulations, Aries. Now, the question is, do the rest of the name tags have shitheads on the back? This one does not. Does anybody have a shithead written on the back of their name tag? Uh, well, uh, no. this has a name. All right, so the, the people that also participated, please come up and uh, two write down some shitheads here. We, oh, there's a shithead on the back of that one? Okay, good. But if you didn't write it on the back, come, come right to here and, and fill it out. <laughs> and, uh, really? That's a weird one. And you don't need one, Paul, because you won. They get the satisfaction of having one. Is this thing in the back? Oh, here, here, write it down on the, uh, write it down on that piece of paper over there, and I will pick it up and, and do it. And uh, Morgan Spurlock, uh, Mansum on the internet on uh, on Yahoo. Check that out. Mike Berbiglia, Sleepwalk with Me opens on Friday on. You guys in New York City. Friday and Saturday, the 24th and 25th, Ira Glass and I will be doing Q&As at every single screening, 14 screenings in two days at the IFC Center. We're doing Q&As after every show. Okay, IFC Center, go and see Ira and Mike after every showing of Sleepwalk With Me. Paul Rudd, uh, this is 40 out in December. That's right, yes. And... Are you, you're just going to be in every David Wayne and Judd Apatow movie from now on, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to do all right with those guys. Things are going pretty good. John Hamm, what's up uh, with you? Uh, Friends with Kids DVD and VOD. Please yeah, uh, yeah. go check it out. Yeah. Really good film. Check it out on VOD. Right, uh, you know, uh, regular guest on the show, Adam Scott, is also uh, in there. And, yeah. Good stuff. John Mulaney, uh, get his CD new in town, and, and are you, watch SNL this fall? Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it. Uh, Saturday nights at 11.30 on NBC. Every Wait, week a new live show. <laughs> what does this even say? Someone wrote a whole email address, and then uh, something else. What? But am I supposed, I'm supposed to call you a shithead? Is that what you were writing down, or you just messaged to me? All right, I'll, I'll call you a shithead. Oh, I see. Okay. I think I see what you did. There should be four shitheads, right? Okay, I got four. All right, and douglasmovies.com for all of my information about me. Let's hear it one more time for all my guests. John Mulaney, John Hamm, Paul Rudd, Mike Birbiglia. Morgan Spurlock. Let me get a picture of you guys really quick. Nice. And as always, Granola is a shithead. Sarah Lehew is a shithead. Katherine Heigl is a shithead. And Albert Knobs is a shithead. 